Oh, yeah. uh, life, man. Life. <laughs> yeah. Shit, shit comes at you. Indeed. Uh, we we're not getting paid for giving taglines, so don't don't do it. <laughs> this will be this will either be the best episode we ever do or the worst episode we ever do because <laughs> it's just like all the gremlins are here today. <laughs> Fucking bad omens. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK. This is uh, the first part of grieving, figuring out all the administrative bullshit you have to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life in America. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I know we've talked about it before, but like, write a will, get a power of attorney, to write down your passwords to all your freaking accounts. Like, it is a it is a pain in the ass. Like, is at the point where I spent like two and a half hours on the phone with Apple, went to the Apple store, did everything. They need like a court order. And then it might still take two months for me to get access to my mom's accounts. Her like Apple account. So like, I can't get into a computer. I can't get into her phone. Uh, I can't see what any of her bills are that were online. They're just getting emailed to her. It's like crazy. Yeah, moral of the story. We'll start at the end first. Um, get your shit together for the sake of other people in your life if mm-hmm. your life were to end. Yeah. So that is my... Uh, it's really hard to start grieving when you've got to just hunt for things and hope you find everything you need. Like in some ways it's good. My mom was kind of old school. Like she still gets a lot of her bills like paper mail to her. Because yeah. if not, like I can't get into any of her shit. Um, like two and a half hours on the phone with Apple, they can't help me out. I like encrypted her computer hard drive, so I can't get into the shit. Um, mm-hmm. I can't get to her Apple ID to reset anything. So they need a court order, and it might take two months. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. No power of attorney, none of that stuff. So, so yeah, man, it's like as soon as, you know, because the world don't stop just because something happened to you, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the fucking mortgage still got to get paid. The lights got to stay on. Um, credit card got to get paid. So, like, I think I'm like 90%, I don't know, 80% maybe got a lot of this shit together. But, um, mm-hmm. I know there's also just like mad shit here and it's it's a mix between like sentimental like I found like all the like Mother's Day and Christmas cards I've given my mom over the past God knows how many years mm-hmm. she, like, saved all those she saved 
she saved my application to high school. Like, I haven't, like, even thought. I forgot we had to do that. Like, I was, like, reading what I wrote about myself in eighth grade to get into that fucking high school. It was just, like, crazy. She saved all that. Yeah. Um, But then it's also, like, frustrating because it's, like, why are there, like, 15 years worth of, like, pension statements, but I don't know if this shit is still real. (laughs) You know? It's, like... And the lawyers are like, bring as much as you have. I'm like, I might bring you like seven boxes of paper, <laughs> which means like that will be like mad hours of lawyers fees. Yeah, definitely. So I'm trying to like sort through all of it. And then on top of that, there's just like the stuff in the house, you know, it's like, I'm going to get rid of all these clothes. I'm going to get rid of like so much of this stuff. It's like, I don't know. It's like, there's part of you that's like mad and then there's part of you that's just like you accept it, you look at it, and then you like you let it go. You know what I mean? It's like because the clothes don't mean shit. They're not bringing anybody back. Like this house doesn't mean shit. It's not bringing anybody back. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Like I got to give myself credit. You know, a very rare moment of patting myself on the back. Like I'm dealing with shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm the only child. Like I'm figuring this shit out. Like, I'm figuring out things I won't say on the on the interwebs or the podcast, but I'm figuring some shit out that is pretty ingenious that so I can understand what was going on in my mother's life um, so that I can be prepared to deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of proud of myself, but still, all that is, like, barely making a dent. And then at some point, you have those random moments where you just look around and you're like, Oh yeah, she's not coming back here. Or like, oh yeah, this thing I would like. Oh, came across an article. Let me send it to my mom. Oh no, <laughs> it's like that type of shit. So that is where I'm at. So anyway, um, yeah, man. At the end of the day. <sighs> I don't know, maybe it's like delayed grief, but um, at some point it's just factual, right? Like my mother was in the hospital for 10 days and then she passed away. Like it's factual. Yeah. um, She went peacefully. She had great medical care, but she's not here. And those are the facts. And then all the like emotion and everything around that you know, that's going to be forever to process. Not forever, but a while. But, like, the facts are, yeah, my mom isn't here anymore. Not all the paperwork was taken care of, so I got to deal with that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you learn a lot mad quick. Apparently, there's mad different types of cremations. Uh, apparently, there's uh, you can buy urns online and caskets. Uh, mm-hmm. apparently, uh, <laughs> uh, you need to shop around when you, uh, talk to different funeral homes because they would charge you a motherfucking grief premium. It's the same damn thing to cremate a body. Why is one charging like multiple thousand dollars more than the other? You Wait, is a grief premium a real thing? Uh, probably not, but yeah. something's got to explain the thousands of dollars difference for the got same it. damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like logistical stuff. There's like Matt, like, I guess I got to write an obituary. <laughs> it's like, 
I don't know. Just like I was like, is there a template for that on Google? I don't know. Um, probably. Uh, I don't know, just like stupid shit like that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's also, you know, you get to really. I haven't come across anything like scary or freaky, but like you, <laughs> you get to see everything in somebody's life. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I gotta like prepare yourself for that. Yeah. Um, like I my mom was relatively transparent. Um, so like, I don't think I'm going to come across any weird shit, but never know. Never know. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's wild. Dude. It's wild. And, uh, um, I, I don't know what to say. The closest thing was Lisa. Um, yeah, I can say her name. Closest thing was Lisa, my aunt. And um, everything you're going through right now is what my mom was going through. So my advice to you is to, um, you know, take breaks when you when you can because it does get stressful, um, and it is a long process. And you're at the beginning right now, but there is an end to it. I know that because yeah. it's not happen. It's like I, it's been good to stay busy in a lot of ways, right? Um, it's like. You know, my mom was always, like, trying to clean up all her paperwork and shit. And, like, thank God she made some progress. But there's also, like, I don't know, like, you come across shit. It's, like, I found my grandparents' naturalization papers, which is ill, right? It's, like, you know, from, like, the 50s, like, their picture. And then there's part of me that's, like, we had this for how long? And you never told me? (laughs) (laughs) And, And, like, why is this, like, buried in a folder someplace? Why did we not have this shit framed? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, so it's like, it's like, oh, but it's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like the crazy shit, right? Like, I joke, my mom was like a pre-hoarder. Mm-hmm. And now I get to like experience it. You know, it's like, you know, it's like my mom was always about like buying shit in bulk and like storing it. So now it's like, damn, how many things of mouthwash do you need like you know i mean it's just like i don't even know Um, yeah it's like crazy it's like going into the bathroom where they found her like like i can i like i can mentally go in there like i gotta clean up all that stuff but Mm -hmm. now i'm just like trying to clean out her bathroom and i like looked under the sink i was like god damn (laughs) it's like it's like i i had a bag yesterday i started throwing shit out and then I just like looked and I saw more shit. I was just like, I I, I can't. I just like walked out. I was yeah. Like, um, so yeah, man. It's um the shout out to shout out to you and other people in my life. Like, yeah, it's kind of I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't have a lot of family, so it's like. I know it's ill when like your people come through. So mm. yeah, this is appreciated. Um, you spoke to your your pops. Yeah, you know we talked like every day when she was in the hospital. Um, you know he like offered to come down here, but that's not really gonna be helpful for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know I I think I I learned to accept people show up how they can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, some people can call you on the phone. Some people can, like, fly across the country. Some people can, like, send you money. Some people, like, you know, and, like, you know, if people want to help out in ways that aren't helpful for you, 
just say thank you, but no thank you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like after natural disasters, people send like tube socks <laughs> and they're like they're like, uh, just give us money. You know what I mean? It's I like, feet, though. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But if it's a flood be actually ain't helping. <laughs> um Yeah, man. But then but then there's like the crazy shit of like people are just assholes and like you, they try and take advantage of you when like they think you're down mm. and also like bad customer service. Yeah. So like <laughs> fucking funeral homes. Right. So I call one, like the morning my mom passed, I was like, yo, I'm trying to get her some information. Like she wants to be cremated. Do y'all do that? Blah, blah, blah. And the dude who answered the phone was like, yep, yep. Uh, so what is your question? And I was just like holding a phone. Like, I don't fucking know what my question is, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I, I don't do this very often. How about you tell me what my question should guy, be? Guy the, uh, guy the journey. Yeah. 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 You dumbass. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna have somebody call you back. I'm like, yeah. What are you, the janitor? Why are you answering the phone? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, the fuck? Um, and then like, I don't know. I'm not gonna go off on the south, but I've had some moments where like, motherfuckers just move slow, and I'm like, yo, let's let's keep this going. <laughs> like, I got I, I got questions. You got to give me some answers. Let's move. Like, what is this? It's slow. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go sign that. They're very slow. Mad slow. The lifestyle is slow. So, you know. Uh, it's been like hot as shit. So I understand. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> yeah, I told you to do it. The fucking neighbor dude who. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Shady shit, man. Yeah, I mean, he, he's hustling for some money. <laughs> like, that's exactly what it sounds like. Um and he met you, and you you seem receptive. Uh, so yeah, he was gonna hit you up. I feel like he he'd do that to anybody who you felt yeah. like had that demeanor, who might yeah. possibly give him some money. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, be um, my mother just died. Leave me the fuck alone, straight up. Yeah, it's like thank you for helping her out. Thank you for helping me out. You fucking asking me for money right now? Like I don't know you, B. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I swear, yo, it's like. I don't know. Like, I'm not the type to get like, like, like I get emotional, but I'm not the type to like, be like incapacitated. Like, I'm still pretty fucking sharp right now. Like, don't try me. <laughs> it's like, like I, I, I'm not in a fucking fetal position crying. Like, yeah, yeah. don't, don't fuck with me. So, um, yeah, man, I like it when the New York side comes out of me. Um, but uh, yeah, fuck all of these people who have nothing good to help me out with, and thankful for all the people who come through. So that is uh, it. Really, you know, this is cliche as shit, but it makes you push it in perspective, man. <laughs> the shit that matters and the shit that doesn't. Definitely. Like even at work, yo, I like I was like, yo, thank you for your condolences. Here's how you can help me. Basically, do your fucking jobs. <laughs> like. Don't let me come back to work with some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and people being very compliant and very nice, which is awesome. I'm gonna yeah. use this Not dead mother. <laughs> I'm gonna use this dead mother card for as long as I can. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, you complaining about shit? My mother just died. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Ah. <laughs> uh. But also, man, uh, shout out to shout out to the medical professionals. 
Um, but also shout out shout out to nurses, man. That's some hard fucking work. Man. It is because they're taught um their patient centered focus. So their entire job is taking care of the patients. Doctors treat the causes of uh illnesses and uh mid-level providers do the same thing, but the nurses truly are there for the patients. So and they're also the intermediate between the doctors and the patients, because sometimes Doctors don't know how to talk to patients the right way. So, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, shout out to like the last two nurses my mom had. Honestly, shout out to like all six that she had or seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, probably more. But um, like the last, like the second to last one, she like explained to me what the, you know, as my mom, you know, they were making her comfortable as she was about to pass, um, and she was like, "Hey, I'm going to explain to you, kind of what's happening, and when we come in, here's what we're doing, and." super helpful you know what i mean so like when it actually happened i was like kind of prepared i was like oh, okay this is what's going down yeah. and like like subtle things you know like once they move my, my mom to uh you know end of life um you know they turn off the monitors in the room and they monitor it outside you know which mm-hmm. is subtle but it's like yeah so the family doesn't have to see a flat line you know what i mean yeah yeah and um you know like at the end like when my mom is like you know sedated and you know basically vegetative on a way out they're like taking care of me you know they're like making sure i ate you know they like brought me in some like cookies and i was just like yeah it was just like the humanity man it was awesome um shout out to um shout out to the cop that uh that like found my mom who actually called me back a week later to check on her like oh yeah man like like i don't know like write a letter to the chief or something i don't know like yeah yeah. because some people they don't have to do those things yeah yeah and um yeah man like so many good people man like yeah man like the whole you know she's at a good hospital good providers the medical social workers everybody um how did you how did you decide medicine and how did you decide you wanted to be around patients and people like sick all the time um i mean i always had an interest in science and i kind of wanted to solve the problem. So I like the idea you could walk in with a problem and walk out with a solution, especially with something that I feel is um, pretty important, which is, you know, health. Um, so I just, uh, I wanted to be a part of that process. Um, you know, you could do without cell phones and electronics and, you know, all the finances to an extent, but like really health is, is what you need to live. So I wanted to be a part of that process of just kind of like bringing people closer to their their baseline health, I think. Um, and I think the avenue I got into, you can see definitive results. Like if something isn't working, you can fix it. And then that person can go on living their normal life. So I like that turnaround time also. I think that's why I got into the specific sector that I am in. But um, in general, I want to help people. Um, I don't like people, but <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's funny you say like you like solving problems because like that's kind of why I went into business. You know, what I mean, like 
um, ultimately, like, you could say, like, it doesn't matter, but, you know, we live in a capitalist society, and, like, if, like, you know, if some company has problems and has to shut down, that's people losing jobs, people lose jobs, that's their, that's their livelihood, that's their family. So, like, in my small way, it was, like, could I help businesses not fuck up, which would fuck people's lives up? Um, and then, like, the shit I do now is, like, you know, we all have to work, you know what I mean? Like, and if I could be part of people's, if I can make people's work life better, you know, if I can make companies better, if I can make organizations better, mm-hmm. you know, like, because when you have a shitty day at work, man, like, you take that shit home. You, like, snap at your kid. You're, like, not, you're not feeling loving toward your people. You're being an asshole on the train or drive home. And that all happens when, like, you got a shitty boss or you got a job. That, you know, like, in this society, you know, it's like, they got you by the balls, you know? Yeah. Like, somebody, like, fires you, you're fucked, you know? And, like, you take that stress and it sucks sometimes, you know, because like sometimes it's just like bad bosses that don't know how to be good bosses. Mm-hmm. Then they take it out on people or they need help, but they don't know how to ask for help. Or sometimes they're shitty employees that make it bad for everybody else, right? And there's all these things. We're all interconnected. And I've been in enough situations that was shitty. And I was just like, yo, can I have a little bit of influence on somebody's work life? And maybe they, that'll have influence on their life. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, a different angle from it. Um, but yeah, I have to deal with people all day too. And <laughs> I guess deep down inside, I guess I do want to help people. Yeah, I mean, I definitely. It's not a guess. <laughs> I see that in you. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> though I, I really hate people's bullshit though. Really hate it. I hate, <laughs> I hate incompetence. <laughs> There's so much incompetence. But it's everywhere, though. Any any industry, any sector you go into, you're going to meet incompetent people. So um, that that kind of swayed me away from some professions because I was like, oh, I don't want to deal with people in this way. But like I said, you could do anything in this this life and you're still going to encounter incompetence. So don't let that make your uh, your choices. <laughs> A little late now. A little late now. Um. But yeah, uh, the crazy shit was, um, I don't know, I, I, I'm guilty sometimes of looking for meaning in things that don't have meaning, mm-hmm. but I also, it's, I guess, the little bit of spirituality I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, it was, um, yeah, I guess HIPAA doesn't apply. Um, <laughs> I guess, I think it just still does, but whatever. Um. So, at the end, where um, where like we had decided that you know we would move toward the end of life, they like took her off like all the tubes and everything, and like no more EEG on her head and everything. And I like you know I just fly across the country and like I walk in a room and she looks normal. You know what I mean? It was like weird. I was like I was expecting like. She's like near death and she looks half normal and like she looked more normal than the whole week and a half she was there. And like, it really fucked my head. And I was like talking to doctors and, you know, she was like semi-vegetative. So she wasn't responsive neurologically, but she would like, like she would hear sounds and move toward, look toward there or like spontaneously raise her, her hand or 
move her foot or something mm-hmm. so like i walked in and she like looks toward me and like looks at me and you know she might have been looking through me but she looked in my direction she like raised her arm as i got close to the bed and like put her hand near my hand and mm-hmm. i swear like squeezed my hand and um you know like i started playing some music and kind of like was fucking up on my phone so i was cracking jokes and and i know she smiled and like like i know she smiled and like she loves earth wind and fire so i played um you know whatever the greatest hits on spotify and uh you know september comes up which is as i have said the best wedding song ever it is um and prince has also said i read an article recently where prince told his dj you should end every set with september earth wind and fire so uh blessed blessed by the purple one um <laughs> And uh, I was like playing it, and I like joked with my mom. I was like, "I'm gonna learn this bass line. I promise you. Like, I've been trying to learn this shit for years. It's hard, uh, but I'm gonna learn it." And uh, you know, played some soca and some calypso, and you know, I talked to the doctors. I was like, "Yeah, I was like, this is fucking with my head. Like, she seems fine. Yeah. Like, is is this a false positive? Like, she's not fine. Obviously, like, she can't move half her body. She's not neurologically responsive, but she looks okay." And you know, they were, and I was like, Hey, is this a false positive? Is this like as good as she's ever going to get? And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. like this is like, like she's okay right now, but this isn't forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, like we went to, I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning and, you know, I started sleeping. And I think that was like, for me, made it okay. It was like, you know, she's sleeping if we could just make it so that she sleeps, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. um, in some ways I'm like really appreciative of that, like last night of seeing her look okay (laughs) for a little bit because like that was okay. And, you know, then she like slept and like, I don't know, almost 24 hours later, um, um, or 18 hours. I don't know at this point, but, um, yeah, she um she passed in her sleep peacefully and you know, I remember we were talking a little while ago, like if you've ever been around a dead body and uh I can say yes now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. and it wasn't scary, you know, it was like you know, she was snoring <laughs> until she wasn't. Yeah. And you know, she was just sleeping, mouth open, sleeping. And um you know, you like you touch the body and you know, and give it a hug is mm-hmm. you know, after a little while, you know, you start to see it turn blue a little bit. But mm-hmm. um Yeah, you know, it's you don't always get to be there for the end, right? You don't always get to be there to see that somebody went without pain, mm-hmm. that somebody went peacefully, so And I'm super like, appreciative, man. Exactly. That's a, a grateful thing. Um, cause some people, you know, don't transition that way. Um, you got to see it. Um, I remember with my aunt, they told us sort of something similar. They said, you know, um, now's, now'd be a good time to come over, um, either today or tomorrow. I don't know how they get down to like the day, but it always seems like right around the time they call, it's like a day left. And I did not end up getting over there in time, but I'd seen her over the course of the year or so that she was, um, she was ill, but, um, 
you know, I think you're lucky in a sense that you were able to be there for her final final moments, because that's also yeah. something that that not a lot of people get to. Yeah, you know, the cops could have found her in the house, like, you know, not you know, not alive, yeah. and you know, so. But in a way, like I had, I had like a week and a half to like pre-mourn, you know, like it went from being an emergency to being like, let's see what happens to being like, this is chronic. Like, this is going to be a long road if she gets out of here mm-hmm. to like, it's almost the end to like, we're going to move to hospice, you know, like when we never got to hospice. Um, so it was like every, it felt like every 24 to 12 to 24 hours, it was re- reframing what what it was and um yeah you know one thing i talk about with the doctors you know they're like you know what would she want and you know we talked about this stuff a little bit but you know she didn't have stuff written down but you know i think i'm pretty i'm pretty uh pretty comfortable making this assumption and this assertion that you know medicine can do some amazing shit but I don't think my mom would want to be alive and not live. You know what I mean? Yeah, I absolutely get that. That's how I feel also. For and like, Yeah. And like living for my mom is like having a couple of scoops of ice cream, watching her judge shows, mm-hmm. asking me about my dog, asking me about my dating life. Like that's, you know, was, that's her life. And yeah. that was what made her happy. And, you know, the idea of like my mom being in a nursing facility with like, a trach coming out of her neck, can't move half her body, like staring out a window blankly. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. <laughs> like, nah, man. Like, I don't want that for her. I don't want that for me. Um, I don't want that for society. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, like, I had, I, I'm appreciative. I'm, I had over three decades, <laughs> you know, almost four decades with my mother. You know, she, she lost her parents at 29, you know, like, you know, in some ways it's, you appreciate what you had, you know what I mean? And, uh, I don't know. My dad will be forever around forever. So shit balances. So, <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's, um, so it's interesting that, uh, there's a lady, she's a neighbor to us. Um, she's been around my entire life, uh, you know, decades, living next door and she survived her husband. Um, she had a little bit of time where she was kind of just existing. And then she found a boyfriend who was around her age and they got together boyfriend and girlfriend at, you know, 80 something years old and had no problem hinting at the fact that they were definitely smashing. And then uh-huh. <laughs> where does the uh-huh. was? I said, I said, I'm afraid he's gonna like die while 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 doing it. But well, so he ended up passing away too. So that was her, you know, her her boyfriend. And um, I saw her just this weekend, 95 years old, looking like she's 70 something, like witty and 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 fresh and sharp. And I was saying, you know, how's everything? She said, Oh, my daughter told me I should walk around, but you know, fuck this. Um, I'm sick of walking. And then she walked over to my mom and they were talking and I got in the car and I went home talking to my mom later that day. And she was like, oh, so, you know, your neighbor, um, she's basically saying that she's done. Like she wants to go to assisted living. Um, she She's just ready to kind of, I don't want to say, I don't know how to put it. She's just done. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. She's yeah. done. 
And um, I know people sometimes talk about living, you know, till their 90s and, you know, 100 years old or whatever. But um, sometimes there are people in that position who are not happy in that position. Um, and you talked about the fact that you had some time to, you know, be with your mom and it wasn't, um, I don't want to say this, it's not, it wasn't extended, unnecessarily mm-hmm. prolonged. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Um, and for my aunt, and I always think about that, how she would want to live. She was basically, you know, in a vegetative, semi-vegetative state for um, over a year. And there were some times where I thought, you know, this isn't, this isn't living. This isn't what I would want. This isn't what I think she would want. And um, I don't know. Uh, it just went a lot longer than it needed to be. But then also you feel guilty thinking that way because, you know, some people don't even get that to be around, you know, a loved one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough, man. Like, I... You know, my therapist is gonna buy a boat off me this year, this month, man. Like, uh, had many, many extra sessions. Um, and shout out to her, and shout out to health insurance sometimes. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, like she talks about, she's like, you know, you're. It's okay for you to make the choice that's also good for you. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, I I love my mother, but like. It's that first day I came across the country and saw an ICU, that wasn't my mother. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Um, yeah. My aunt, from the time that she went into the hospital until like the year and a half uh, later, it felt like I said my goodbye when she was coherent in the hospital the first time. And, yeah. and this was all just like an extended um, stage of what was going to be her in so yeah and i and i you know i experienced that in like a microcosm over like a day uh you know almost a full day you know whereas like okay she's moving into life dissidating her they're turning off the monitors okay how long is this we don't know how long it's gonna take right so like sometimes you're like sitting there and like you're holding hands and you're just staring and then you're just like i gotta go pee <laughs> and, then you go and then you go back and they're like you can go get some food i'm like okay <laughs> you know and then at some point you're just like hey let me look on my phone what's going on right it's just like <laughs> uh it's like at some point it's like you don't like there's no there's no there's no clock in the corner like a basketball game you know <laughs> like i think when the nurse came in the last time it was like four in the morning and I was like half awake and half asleep. And I think I was on my phone, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she, and then she was like, I'm going to call the doctor. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know? Cause it's like, yeah. At some point, you know, it's like, and that's not disrespectful. It was just like, no, I don't feel that way at all. It's like, uh, oh, we don't know what's, what's happening. You don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, the one thing that, you know, it's kind of poetic. A couple of things, I guess, that are po- poetic, if you believe in it. Um, so when I was talking to the doctor and I told him that story about the ice cream and whatever, apparently that either made it into my mother's chart or one of the nurses overheard it or some shit. And so apparently they kept telling that story to the other nurses. So the last nurse my mom had, this really sweet woman, um, 
know, who, you know, she was the last two nurses. They were like taking care of me more than my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so after my mom passed and she was, you know, talking to me and she's crying and, um, you know, she was telling me that apparently like, you know, when she took over my mom a couple nights before I got there, um, well, the night before I got there, I, get, I came back, you know, that she heard the story about the ice cream and blah, blah, blah. And she started crying. And I don't know. It was like they, I guess they appreciated that I was thoughtful. And like, honestly, they were like, you know, when she was on her last day, you know, she doesn't have tubes. They're like, you know, if she wakes up and she wants to eat, she could eat. She could have ice cream. And like, I was like, okay, that's a weird thing to say. But, you know, it was like their way of saying like, you know, they saw that she was a, a person and not just this patient who was like in this semi-vegetative state, you know, and, um, you know, and, and, um, she passed on, um, uh, Sunday, right? Uh, Saturday, Saturday morning. And, um, my, <laughs> I was telling one of my friends and, um, who uh, she was like, oh, that was um, that was the harvest moon, and I didn't know what it was. So I had to look it up, and it's like this special full moon is really bright, and um, uh, coincidence or whatever. Uh, my mother's name was Diana, who was the <laughs> Roman goddess of the moon and the harvest. Mm. So uh, she got to uh, pass on her night, and um, I played. September for her one last time to go out happy. That's sweet, man. You know, every now and then I have it in me. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, you know, she always said, like, if she, when she died, don't have some, like, fucking sad funeral shit. <laughs> She's like, play music, eat some food, laugh. Yeah, that's how she um, so yeah, man, I, I can't pull that off now, but her birthday's in a few months. Maybe I'll do something then. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, man, it's like at the end of the day, we're all special, but we're all insignificant, you know? So people are only people as alive as you keep their memory, you know what I mean? So um, you don't need to rush to have some friggin' memorial service with a bunch of fake people boohooing. Yeah, you know, um, do it for you and and her close family, and um, you know, do something nice on her birthday. Eat some ice cream, watch some Judge Judy. I can't, I can't watch Judge Judy. Dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we just have maybe we have all the Judge shows in the background. Um, <laughs> there's so many, so many. Uh, but yeah, man. So playlist this week is definitely going to be some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, some old school Calypso and Soka. Uh, some, uh, yeah, something, something for something for Brooklyn. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure it's gonna hit me in some random ways at some random ass times. But, yeah, absolutely uh, is. But you just gotta embrace that time because that's part of it too. This is part of it, and that's gonna be part of it too. And then you just, yeah. you know, keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm also going to have to, like, wipe somebody up quick. I need a new emergency contact. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, that's uh, update the dating profile. It's like, <laughs> what are you looking for? New emergency contact. My mother died. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I feel like I dominated the conversation today, but uh, ah, it was it was good. Um, we haven't caught up since um, you know since Saturday, so it's good to hear your you talking. Um, through everything and you know you have a plan and obviously i know you're gonna you know you're gonna get through it and you know i'm there if you need anything um just let me know yeah uh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's just like Ugh, where to start, you know? It's like, <laughs> I was like, Jergen's like, am I going to become like a hoarder now that my mom, am I going to get all sentimental and not want to throw shit out? Um, After, like, I, got a, I, got, I got a one bedroom apartment, B. I can't, <laughs> I can't take all this shit. can make room, believe me. I've seen the TV shows. It's, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> layers on top of stuff. That's how they maximize the space. Yeah. Uh, 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 it is, it's wild, man. Um, but yeah, I get to uh, <laughs> do all that grown-up shit uh, that my mother wanted me to do, like learn how to sell a house, I guess. <laughs> all that, deal with the mortgage. Um, thanks, Ma. Um, do you still have to pay it? Really? So they don't foreclose on it. Uh, okay. So, so, I mean, I think, not to get into mad details, but I'm next to Ken, so the it'll transfer to me but that means the mortgage will also transfer to me um and like i'm gonna sell it but until then like i don't want them taking it away got it got it so yes that's adulting i haven't gotten to yet uh-huh. yeah, man. oh it's also crazy like thank god i'm you know no, no humble brag but like thank god i'm in a financial position where like i can deal with this shit yeah but like be <laughs> like like Dude, this is like I haven't even I haven't even gotten the hospital bill yet. Um, wow. you know, and I and like she had insurance and everything, but with because she didn't have a will and going through probate, like even the stuff that it's, will eventually come to me. It gets taxed like all those fees and everything. Oh fuck yeah. So the lawyer's fees, then the estate tax. Yo, yeah. I'm gonna be a Republican after this shit. Yo. Yeah. It's like, like um shop. um there was a story about a actor who did that. Um, he wrote everything down on a piece of paper, but he didn't have a living will or a living uh, trust, and it went through probate court. And I think um, a significant amount got got taken. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm not trying to like make money off my mother's death, but it's also just like, but it, it's, make it as simple as possible. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this let this be the second time the federal government has fucked over my family like they used eminent domain to take my grandfather's house in brooklyn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and now like i don't know estate tax like yeah thanks obama no um yeah v, i don't know it's uh like this obviously you know it's a big problem in america like people don't have extra funds but like yeah this shit would easily bankrupt you yeah <laughs> like and like it's not even me it's like my mom passing could like fuck my shit up really badly yeah. um 
yeah so thankfully i'm able to take care of it um like i can take care of her mortgage i can take care of her house for i don't know how long uh not forever but and then when like it eventually comes to me i'll pay off the lawyers and pay off the government and then like i don't know (laughs) whatever (laughs) it's like i don't know man like life shouldn't have an explicit value but it obviously does Overall, I'm good. I'm happy. I like. I know it feels heavy, but like, you know, like, I need a vacation from work. I guess I got one. No. Um, <laughs> jokes, jokes. Oh, uh, that's what to say. Go on a trip, yo. That's what um my damn can't say stuff on air. Um, uh, my boy that you know, who mm-hmm. yeah. went to his mom you know, passed away, uh, brain cancer. And he went out and did a, a world tour. Yeah. yeah. Traveled around. Um, so, I mean, if you have the time, that might be something to do. Just clear your head and do something that you just want to do. Eventually. Uh, for now, for now, I'm just going to keep it moving and yeah. you know, take, take some time off. Uh, I don't know. Think of some place to, I guess I'll keep her, uh, apparently they're called cremains. Uh, cremains. Oh, like craisins. Exactly. Exactly what I said. Like craisins. <laughs> exactly. I said to somebody, they're like, that's not funny. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so I guess once I buy an urn off of Amazon, which will really fuck up my Amazon recommendations. Um, uh, but it's like, I was at the funeral home. I was like, yeah, this might be a rookie question. But can I take this on a plane? <laughs> like they don't—they don't even let you take water. <laughs> and they're like, "Yes, well, it has to be in a special container. It can't be in an urn. We'll give you a letter saying what it is." Got it. I was like, "Yeah," because it might look like gunpowder to them, and I'm black. <laughs> so, the the more you know, the more you know. Any um, plans for the ashes? Uh, uh, take them back home, get a nice, I don't know if I want like a urn, like there's some nice boxes I saw, like, I'm surprised uh, like they'll, they'll like incorporate it into like planting a, a tree or something. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, I don't know. She always, she likes plants. There's like plants all over this house. So I told her, I was like, Hey ma, like I'll put you next to a plant. I'll always have you next to a plant. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Huh? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen How High? Oh Jesus! Are you going to reference? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, what I was thinking was, again, one bedroom apartment. Very, I like my apartment. I love it. However, I mean, it's not like, you know, not like a lot of places for it. So you know, I'm going to have to have it someplace pretty visible. Mm. And then anybody come through is like, yo, what's that? And it's like, oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, might be weird smashing with your mom in a room, you know, unofficially. I mean, it's, so. not go- it's not going to the bedroom. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe she'll stay in the kitchen. She likes, she likes to cook. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I'm a horrible human being, but you're not. You're good. Thank you. Thank you. 
um, she would laugh at that joke. She would. She would. I think. I think people they they feel like they act the way that they think you're supposed to act during this time, and that's not the only way to be. And you know, you can see the the bigger picture, and you can see the bright side, and it doesn't always have to be um, somber. And sometimes it might be, but it doesn't always have to be that way all the time. Uh, Oh, yeah, I mean, there's there's been a lot of anger the past few days. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just like the regular frustration I would have with my mom when I come to this house. I'm just like, why is it so messy? Um, I think I'm still able to have that anger. And it's not messy. It's just like, can't find anything. Um, yeah. And this is the exact moment I need to find all this shit. Yeah. Um, so is that. I think that's righteous anger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what have we learned this week? Have we learned anything? Um, we learned that life goes on and you get obstacles and you, you meet them and you get through them. And it's important to, you know, talk with your family. I will tell you this. Um, I was just talking with my dad. Um, my dad and my wife's, how do I, her, my wife's mom's boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Um, and it's interesting, right after everything that's happened, um, from both of them, I got these two conversations about them deciding they weren't going to take their medications prescribed by their doctors anymore. Um, my father, it was blood pressure medication um, and a couple of other things. And he developed some sort of pain in his hand and he associated these pills that he'd been taking for years with this pain in his hand. And his logic was if I stop taking the pills, my hand problem will stop. And um, I just really had to sit him down. I had a long, like almost, you know, 45 minute conversation, just like going through medications and their value and how you can't just drop things and um, think that at your age, you're going to, you know, respond the same way as when you were 30, 40 years younger and just taking care of your health. And it opened up dialogue where I talked to my dad and said, you know, um, you know, I love you. I care about you. I want to see you around for my grandkids, grandkids, but you got to like really be on top of your health and you can't just take it lightly because it's serious now, you know? Um, but, you know, we talked about what happened with your mom and um, I think that really opened his eyes, honestly. And normally he's really like, he'll brush a lot of stuff off. Uh, we finished our phone conversation. He ended up calling me back and saying, look, you know, I'll go to the doctor. I hear what you're saying. Um, I'm not taking it lightly. And that's just something he's never said before. So uh, it helped open a dialogue, this whole thing. So I think there are, I don't want to say bright sides, but there are um, ripple effects that I think are going on. And I think that that's good, too. Yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh yeah, never let a good crisis go to waste. Like, I, I really implore you and my friends and anybody who will fucking listen to me. Like, it's not a game, man. Like, if like if you think the conversation is hard to have when they're here, think of how hard it's going to be when they're not here. So, like, yeah. like, get it done. Get your living will. Get your living trust. Yeah. Um advanced healthcare directive it's actually it's almost worse if they're not deceased and they're just like 
can't incapacitate it. Like B, before like it, things turned, I was just looking at paperwork to get guardianship of my mother. Mm. So like I could like take care of her stuff because she didn't have power of attorney. You know, like how crazy is that, B? You know, it's like, and it's funny because I've been talking to my mom about it for years and like finally made some progress. And I was like, hey, we're going to get it done this year. <laughs> you know? It's like you never get done fast enough. So exactly. like like honestly, like I know mortality sucks, but like if you gotta yell at your parents, if you gotta emotionally manipulate them with tears, do whatever the hell you gotta do. But like get the fucking paperwork done, B. It's like it's not a game. Like it's just it's not a game. Like it sucks. It just sucks. And like who's making money off of this? Lawyers? Like for what, B? To file some paperwork that you could have did for free yeah. when you were alive, you know? Like like have a conversation about your wishes oh and also with this digital shit like it sucks like write down the passcode or the password someplace because now i gotta go to court <laughs> to try and like get access to shit and like i get it like they want to protect your privacy and shit but i'm like like i'm trying to hack into like you know some russians or some nigerians or something be like help me out you know hack into this shit like like it's crazy like and I'm mad at myself because I set this shit up. It was like the one time my mom listened to me and then write down a password. <laughs> Did not write it down. Uh, no, she probably. No. It's probably somewhere. Dude, again, I've been searching his house, man. I'm like, <laughs> like I've been... it's on the cell phone. Like everybody I know over a certain age, they forget their passwords. They email them to themselves. Yes, I can't get into your email. Mm. I can't get into a phone. Every time I put a passcode into a phone, right now. It locks me out for an hour. Oh, <laughs> damn. And like her phone had face ID. And again, like it was kind of improper, but I tried to do it. But like it was at the point of the phone where you had to put the code in to even get face ID. I was like, Jesus, like it was like comical. It was like, like even the people at Apple were like, how about this? And I would tell them, they'd be like, oh, that sucks. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, write down your password keep it someplace safe, give it to somebody you trust. And then like, you could always check if they get shady and log into your shit, but somebody needs to have it, have an extra copy of your key for your house that somebody could get in an emergency police can get in. They don't have to like kick down the door. Like that's true for my mother or get actually the ill joint. I installed it when she was in the hospital, but it's the, um, the smart lock. So you could unlock it from anywhere. Mm. Um, so the if you got a garage, get the garage door opener with the Wi-Fi connection so you can open that shit from remote. Like it's all this practical shit. Like yeah, there's like medic alert and life alert. Get them a fucking Apple Watch or some shit they could like call from their watch. And like again, all this none of this might have helped, right? You know what I mean? But like I look at I look at everything now. I'm just like oh man, like you know if if I could have got into the house if somebody had my phone number down here if like. I had her password, like it would just make everything so much easier for me now. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, you know, whatever did it, whatever, you know, made her sick, whatever put her in that position, you know, I'm not going to relitigate it, but yeah, you know, take care of yourself. That's where it all starts. You know, take care of your health, take care of your mental, take care of your physical, your emotional, take care of your, take care of everything else. You know, my mom always said she didn't want to be a burden on me. And I said, you're not going to be a burden on me. Well, let's like work together on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's not a burden, but it's a lot of work. I'll put it that way. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's what you do. It's, but it could be a lot easier. So, 
yeah man if if my mom's story could help you out could help other people's out like um you know it's all love though it's all love it's, yeah. it's a lesson but yeah be um yeah i think i think i think that's the lesson i think so i think that's what we learned today <laughs> it's a good lesson it's a good lesson uh but life goes on there's a uh, bullshit in the world uh that we didn't talk about uh it can wait Idris Elba still making money, which means good boats good for my career. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, rap still kind of sucks, but there's still some good stuff coming out. Um, yeah. So, uh, but good looks. I appreciate the uh, the words of encouragement and the, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, being there. All right, no doubt. Uh, let me go uh, sort through some paperwork because that's what I do now. I mean, take a break first and then jump into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lawyers lawyers charge about an hour, B. <laughs> yeah. 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 Alright, man. We'll do it again. Alright. Um, I'll holler at you next week or next week on this cast, but I'll sign out at you later. Alright, man. One. Okay. One.